0: Official Soccer Podcast. My name is Borio Olademi, and I'm joined by Manny and Justin. Uh, Before we start, I gotta say it's been 50 times that we've recorded. uh, This is our 50th episode, and I cannot believe how far we've come. Um, I remember starting all the way back in 2019 with Sulaimon, and here we have Manny and Justin joining me on the 50th episode, Um, and it comes at a good time because Milan is back in the champions league so i'm sorry i couldn't i couldn't let that go um but uh it's so exciting it's so exciting that we we've recorded 50 50 episodes um and i really want to thank manny and justin for really sticking with us um and and you know getting all these episodes out and and talking truth basically in all the episodes isn't that isn't that correct
1: yeah, I, I guess so, if you say so. I just, you know, it's more you got to thank my agent who uh, convinced me to take on this project
0: over uh, Sky Sports. Uh, <laughs> but, um, you left, hey, left Sky, you left Sky are, Sports Is that is Is that what you're telling me? You left Sky Sports for this?
1: <laughs> you, you, know, you know, hey, you know, um, things happen. You know, we made it to 50. So congrats. Congrats on actually, uh, you know, uh taking the time uh dedicating uh every week uh you know to research not just on milan because uh, i'll say that your scope has improved and expanded outside of sedia so it. that's great uh but yeah no seriously and you know congratulations and uh thanks for uh inviting me and having me uh, as a guest and i look forward to uh bringing Suli back on this pod as well so
2: yeah Plus one to everything Manny just said. Congratulations, Bori. Uh You're the Uh-oh. yeah. You're the one. You're the one who's carried us to 50 episodes. Uh, I'm a latecomer, and uh, so is Manny. So, but I am. I I, it's, I think 50 episodes is a big achievement. So um, next time I see you, I'll, I'll have you a nice, uh, I don't know, like a Paolo Maldini cake uh, or something like that. I'll, I'll, I'll bake a cake in the shape of your favorite player. Oh, uh, Mourinho. Your favorite person. Well, my
0: my favorite yes my favorite coach ever uh, to play this game. Yeah, with 50 uh, candles just for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, well, uh, I think there's only one place to start. Um, obviously most uh, of the leagues are over. Um, this year started with you know a very rough you know because remember last season a lot of teams uh, ended their games I think in July or even close to august and then they have to start in like two weeks um and so this season has been crazy um so we're not going to do a sprint uh season review in this episode um i don't know if honestly if ever we will but uh, we're going to try um to to go back sometimes and just remember how the season played out um it was such a great season and and COVID in it it was it's hard, you know, having no fans in, in stands. But, um, you know, as we as we we're, we're now seeing more stands, in, more fans in the stands now. So, I think everything hopefully is getting back to normal. And hopefully next season we can have, uh, you know, maybe almost a full stadium. And then, you know, Milan can get back to the glory days, you know, of uh, you know the winning the Champions League, you know, you know what I'm saying. Uh, I'm kidding. No, I'm getting ahead of myself. But I think we start in one place, and we have a new winner in La Liga. Um, I have to say, this weekend I've never been so nervous about football in my life. Apart from this weekend, I mean, you're talking about in La Liga. I wanted Atletico when I felt bad. For, I felt like I was a fan of Atletico Madrid, um, and and I thought they were going to bottle it because they almost did because they went down. Um, but I don't know what you all thought about the game um, games in La Liga, and um, I, I want to hear your thoughts, how you felt, um, and did you even watch the games, if possible? Wait,
1: hold on. I just want to take a step back, Bori, because, and Justin, correct me if I'm wrong, but did Bori not say that Real Madrid were going to win this? Did he not say? like I don't. Week, I did not.
0: Did I say that? You said,
1: You said my heart is goes with. Oh right,
0: the... right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I was, mm-hmm. jinxing, I, was jinxing, I was jinxing Real Madrid. I was that oh, it? Oh, that's tactical. How it works. It's tactical. It was a tactical decision. thing. Yeah, what do, you, what do you mean? Yeah, everyone knows that. Like, come on. You know? Like, it's just like how I want Chelsea to win the Champions League this year, huh? <laughs> <laughs> wow.
1: It's like that. Okay. You know, we're not, we're not selling you to Mori after that comment. We're not. <laughs> Mori's price tag just went up another... Hey, million I, euros. Would, I
0: would clean the whole of uh, of uh, Stanford Bridge, uh, whatever your stadium is right now. So we're gonna have some more. I would do it. <laughs> I'm putting it on record right now.
1: Um, no, but um, I think you you um, you know everything you said leading up to this weekend is exactly how I felt as well. I don't recall the last time that there was um so much to play for, um across the board across all the you know European leagues. Um, going into that last, you know, going into championship Sunday, right, or or the last match across the board. And I think it was pretty exciting, especially considering how the tables kept changing, you know, at, you know, at the start of the games, you know, at halftime and then overall how, how the league uh, ended um, across the board. So, um, you know, credit where credit's due, Uh, hats off to Simeone uh, and Atletico Madrid and um, I think more importantly to Luis Suarez who proved that age is just a number man like you know they let him go he's like what 30, 36, 36 years old right
0: Barca,
1: Barca discounted him like literally let him go for peanuts the amount of money, those 7 million euros, I think, was the transfer fee that Atlético paid is chump change, worth every penny because he single-handedly, well, I think, carried them over.
0: They the were in any financial pickle, um, you know, before the start of the season, which I, actually I'm kind of confused about now because it seems like they're going for every player now. Um, but I think his, his wages were part of the issues of of letting him go. Um could he have taken the pay cut? Maybe, but maybe he did. I don't know. I I thought it was weird too that they let him go because yeah, no, you're right. It, I disagree was with important.
1: you. When you when you bring in Martin Brathwaite to replace Luis Suarez, Well, how much
0: they how much they bring Brathwaite <laughs> for? Um, uh, I feel bad for him, Brathwaite.
1: But um, but hey, it was it was great. It was it was fun watching it. It was fun watching the you know the uh, fan cast, the simultaneous cast going around and seeing Real Madrid.
0: Uh, and atletico like go going at it back and forth so yeah and yeah it was i mean you you, you can you, like i was watching the atletico game obviously i was rooting for them and then 18 minutes in uh oscar plano freaking scores for Vidal, and i was like oh my god they're gonna bottle this aren't they um but but like you said uh korea's goal amazing i mean we were, I mean, I'm not trying to say this because it's Milan, but we were actually linked to him and I was like, I don't want him on my team, but I saw his teckers, man. This guy has teckers. I mean, he was like, just <laughs> handling the ball left and right and the goal, he just basically passed the goal in, which is which is crazy. Uh, but, I mean, it's all Suarez, man. I, Suarez, I mean, you, you can tell, um, I mean, okay, let, let's be real. Last season he was kind of horrible for, for Barcelona. He had injuries also. Um, but, but so you kind of understand, maybe they thought he was done, but I guess he had something to prove and maybe that's why he he played so well. I'm not saying that he's not good. He's definitely good. Um, but I mean, excited for him. Um, he I saw him crying. I'm not sure why he was crying. Um, I think I have a I have a I think he was crying because he didn't win with Barcelona and Messi was not by his side. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, or maybe is it because he won with another team apart from Barcelona? I, I don't know. I wasn't I was I wasn't sure exactly why he was crying. But obviously, it's an emotional thing to win a, win a trophy. I'm not going to act like... I just feel like it was weird that he's very emotional about winning with Atletico. So I can't tell why exactly he was crying. I maybe mean, an t-
2: emotional me. year. I mean, we all did. It's been uh, covid and everything else that's been going on, being separations for families that a lot of these players have had to go through. And for him specifically, you know, basically being told by the team he loved, Barcelona, y- you're not good enough. You're surplus to our requirements. It's time to, for you to go out to pasture. And Atletico took a took a gamble on him, basically told him, no, like, you know, roll with us. We You are good enough, and we're going to, like come play with like a still a top side at Letico. Obviously it's always a top side, even if they don't win it as often as the the other big two. And uh, through all the trials and tumult here he is, he scores the last goal of the season to give them the secure, the win secure, the championship for his new club. So, I mean, I would cry. Sure. It's an emotional journey. And uh, he came out, you know, the hero of his own journey for this season. So I'm looking forward to what I'm looking forward to is next year and seeing uh who comes out the best between Suarez at at Atletico cuz he's already said he's re-upping with them and uh new boy Aguero. Sergio Aguero yeah at Barcelona yeah, that's going to be high, very interesting to see cuz they high, are they, they are kind of similar ages just like Luis Suarez yeah. I think he's 34 yeah. He's about Messi's age and Aguero as we know is also like a, maybe he's like a year younger or something he's like around the same age also yeah,
0: Aguero and to, is and to add to that
1: and to add to that, uh, Justin, there's always been that conversation, at least in the EPL, of like, who would you rather have had, you know, yeah. Suarez or Aguero? So
2: we always talk about who's the best, like generational talents. And of this generation, you know, it's it's there's three names at the top of the list for strikers: it's Suarez, Aguero, and Lewandowski, and and maybe Ibrahimovic, even though he's a, he's a couple of years older, but yeah. Of course, you too. gotta
0: mention him. Hey, he's 40 years old and playing in the Champions League. Show me one person that actually, I don't think he's the oldest to ever play. No, no, uh, Buffon I mean, played this season, Buffon. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Both, yeah, probably multiple goals. Well, players. well, but but outfield players, okay. I mean, I'm sure there's probably somebody actually, you know what, that should be a random fact that we should probably say next time. Um, we talk champions, league, know, but we we're not talking
2: champions league,
0: yeah, so we're yeah. not talking champions league. Stick to the
2: script.
1: Speaking of random facts, I do want to share that the last time atletico madrid won La Liga, they had just signed. David Villa from Barcelona in a similar in in a similar scenario Uh, where it was kind of like one of those things where Barcelona was kind of like, you know, we need to like revamp, refresh the squad, whatever terms they use, you know.
2: Yeah. And
1: he went on to win uh, La Liga with Atletico Madrid and second time a player moves from Barcelona to Atletico
2: Madrid and they end up winning the La Liga. So there's a fun fact for you. Next season, uh, three times the charm with Martin Braithwaite, maybe. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man! Hey, only, you know what? Only,
1: only if he takes the number, the, Luis Suarez's number again. You know?
0: <laughs> oh God! You know, you know who I feel bad for? And um, okay, two things. First of all, I'm am I the only one that's not like excited for Agüero being in Barcelona? I feel like, I mean, if Agora Messi didn't work in Argentina, maybe it's just a different environment, but
2: I mean, it's it's interesting. I mean, it's I think I don't know. It's a great storyline. If Messi decides to stay, which, you know, it's kind of nothing is certain. At this point, I I kind of expect him to stay just because nobody can pay his wages. Um, But I mean, it's an ambitious ploy at the very least to bring in one of his best friends, basically trying to be like trying to convince Messi to stay stick around at Barcelona. And I don't know, I think it's an interesting storyline I, I to see Aguero kind of do a resurgence of his career, possibly, um, in a new league. I, yeah. I for
1: one I for one want to say that, like, Aguero I, I hated him because of the competitor that he was for everything that he did with City. I feel like he single-handedly carried that team the first few years, you know, um, with all his contributions. Um, and truth be told, I honestly had forgotten how good he can be up until I saw, you know, his swan song, if you will, and kind of just the way yeah. that he left on a high note, uh, Manchester City. Um, and I think I'm, I'm excited to see what, what Messi and him will do. Not only just because of, you know, obviously they played together in Argentina, but you guys know this. They're, they're like really, they're like best friends, and uh, they're actually yeah, like each, each, like they're the godfather to each other's uh so there's that, like really, um, so if that doesn't get him to stay in barcelona i don't think anything will or anyone for that matter
0: uh i think actually there's a rumor out there that messi's are already agreed to stay um but real quick before we move away from this topic there's something i don't know if you all know as did any arsenal player this season win the trophy I'm not saying that's a joke. Did any Arsenal player this season win a trophy? Yes or no? Does anyone know? Any I Arsenal I don't know the question. Any, the former? any Arsenal player any Arsenal player that that played for Arsenal this season, did they win any trophy this season?
1: Like on loan?
0: The, think about it. So, the, the players that played this season, has any of them won a the trophy? Okay. All right. I I'll, I'll stop I'll stop being stupid. Um No. Thomas Partey, apparently, oh, because yeah. he played two or three games, he's going to be recognized as uh, a La Liga champion, which is bonkers to me. Officially,
1: I, think, I thought you had to play more than two or three games to
2: be considered you for. Need, a, I think you just need to make a senior team appearance. I think you just have to make the bench oh, wow. for like a seat for the senior team. Yeah, like so, like, there's always like these young players who. Like, and I, I mean, I'm fine with that. Like, if you contributed to the team's success in any way, then, like, uh, who cares? But, I mean, that is pretty ridiculous, though. But good for him. <laughs> Maybe. It is. <laughs> he, better, he better enjoy it.
0: But I, feel bad for, I, I don't mean, know when the
2: next time he's going to get a medal. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's a very good point. Um, is there anything else I want to say? See, I really want to delve into Barcelona's team. I want to delve into Real Madrid's yeah. team. I, I gotta give. I'm, we're not gonna do that this episode. Obviously, we're gonna. We have a whole summer to really delve into it and what and, and see what went wrong with each team and see if they're actually screwed for the next season. Um, the reason why I'm saying this is because I look at Real Madrid's, Real Madrid's um, um, squad this season. They were depleted. You know, they had so many injuries, but somehow they were still in the talk for for La Liga. They were in the semifinals of the Champions League. Um, so I know a lot of people don't want to give them that credit. But you gotta give them that credit. I mean, they have they had Sergio Ramos out for a lot of the games, uh, and this is a, a player that's very important to this team. Um, and at one time Benzema was out, but La- Real Madrid they deserve all the praise. And I don't understand why why they're getting rid of Zidane. But it's probably Zidane wanting to leave more than they want him to leave. So. I don't know. It's, it's just weird, but I, I just wanted to give a, a huge shout-out to, to Real Madrid. I think they did very well. I mean, I, I expect nothing less, but in a season where they've they've not had too many players uh, on form or, it, it, you know, able to play, being able to play, you know, they did very well for that.
2: Uh, well, I mean, yeah, we gotta give credit. I mean, Real Madrid, they scored two goals in the last three, five minutes of the game and uh, their final match on Saturday. So, like, I mean, that would have been a measure that storyline if... Suarez had scored his, you know, the second goal for Atletico. I mentioned that storyline on the the final day of the season, Real Madrid come from behind victory in the last 5 minutes to win the championship when everybody yeah. was counting them out. But yeah. uh it wasn't to be. So you you could see the players were like devastated when they saw yeah. like the result the results coming in from, you know, around Spain and they saw Atletico had won because they had won, they, they got two goals from their two talisman Benzema and Modric. Um But it just wasn't enough, not quite enough, given Atletico winning their match. But yeah, Yeah. I don't know, Bori, I'll be honest with you. The fact that these three teams finished 1-2-3, and this was like, by all accounts, a really down season for Madrid and for Barcelona. It says more to me uh, about the quality of play in La Liga overall, but... That's another
0: conversation Interesting. for Interesting. for the Spain. Hey, are you are you talking about even the the relegation battle that was not decided until basically last weekend? Because remember there was a relegation like I think only one team was actually uh, actually I can't, I can't remember. I, I think the relegation was until the last day. I I, I do see what you're saying. Um, I, I'm I more saying that
2: the fact that the other none of the other teams in Spain could like take advantage of. What is? How often are you gonna have a really down, like down, down season with injuries and so many young players for these, for two of the
0: big three clubs, and nobody could even threaten them. I don't want us to go down the rabbit hole, and I'm not saying, uh, (laughs) Remus didn't get help, but. If you look at the Champions League, Real Madrid got all the way to the semi-final. They, only, they got knocked out by, by, what, Chelsea or, yeah, I think Chelsea. Barcelona, I mean, they have Messi. Come on. Even in a down season, that guy, he, he won the pichichi, right? Like, he yeah. he's just, he's the person that just wins games for people. So, not, I, I do see what you're saying. Yes, they, they both had down seasons, but if you really look into it, I don't know if it was so much of a down season... I, I don't know. Anyways, all right. No, we'll Let's probably Summercast. Save it for the yeah, summercast. Yeah. we will we will we will save it. Let's move on to the EPL. Um, I am very sad for for Leicester City. I'm just gonna put oh, it man. out out there. Um, I you know, no offense, Manny, but uh, oh really, Liverpool? I didn't care who, who who went out. I just wanted Leicester City to be in there. Um, but it didn't happen. I think they shot themselves in the foot. Um, I think they only scored two penalties, which you know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it was a good thing for them, but I, I feel sad for Brendan Rogers. Rogers also, who probably wanted to really go into the Champions League, but unfortunately, um, that that's not. It was not meant to be.
1: I don't feel sad for them at all. I'm sorry, but <laughs> okay. I, wow. I, I, I really, well, I know, I, re- I really don't. And and here's the reason. Says why. the Chelsea
2: fan who. What's. <laughs> No, probably no, sweating but, bullets, waiting, hoping that somehow well, Spurs were just going to bail no, them out.
1: Well, we talked about this. Is Chelsea had two two avenues, right? Like two two options to get into the Champions League. So if we lost and we weren't in the Champions League uh, after yesterday, then we still have a shot in the final, right? So no, not necessarily sure. sweating bullets. But what I will say is, I don't feel bad for Leicester City at all because when you spend uh, the most time out of all the EPL teams in the top four, all right? So they spent something like 242 days in the top four, which is more than Chelsea and Liverpool combined spent in the top four. And it happens to you not just once, but twice, yeah, back to back, then you have to question you know, the coach, you have to question Rodgers. You have to question what, what the team, what the club is doing. You know, you can't spend that the entire season, uh, you know, pretty much secured or thinking that you're going to make champions league just to bottle it at the end on the last game and the way that they did it as well against Spurs at home with the crowd as well
2: yeah, behind
1: them. Like, Coming off of an FA Cup win, which was their first major... I think it was the first time, actually, they had won the FA Cup, period. Um, so, all that momentum, like... And then you're just going to just, you know, fizzle out at the end. I, I, I'm sorry. I don't feel sorry for them. That's just, oh, come on, on, Manny. I just, Okay,
0: I, I just realized this because Manny lost to Chelsea... Uh, oh, sorry. Chelsea uh, uh, lost to Leicester... In the FA Cup final. Is that what part first of, why of all
1: first of all? Let let me remind you guys that Chelsea is the reason why Leicester won their title in the first place. In that in that title winning season that Leicester had, Chelsea defeated Spurs to give Leicester the title on that last match game day. So all right, well, I'm just I'm just hey. I'm just right. I'm just saving facts here.
0: Okay, who who was the coach then? For Chelsea. For,
1: for Chelsea when yeah.
0: we won it? No, we didn't No, win no, it when back. when Leicester won it. Was it Mourinho?
1: It was Mourinho, I think MK2.
0: <laughs> what a good guy. Just let like letting <laughs> to <be> here. Uh <laughs> um no, uh one thing I was gonna say actually was uh I I feel bad for them. I am I mean uh, okay, I'm an neutral fan because I don't care, right? But like if you I think it's unfair to kind of push Like, okay, yeah, they spent most of the time there uh, in the, you know, top three, whatever. Um, But they're still, if you really think about it, from a quality standpoint, they they don't have the best squad. Um, Even if you compare them against City Chelsea, you know, even Liverpool, I think, um, they don't have, you can't compare their squads to to these squads. So um, I think, yeah, surely they are definitely a fifth place team for sure. Um, but I was I think it just took an extra extraordinary circumstances for them to be able to not um to get to the top four. I think, you know, Liverpool getting their act together towards the end of the season helped them out. But I don't know, I, I just feel like um I just feel like it's unfair the way you're you're you are you are you are thinking of it, man. I think it's really unfair to to criticize them that way. I think I think for their level they've they've done very well. Yeah. Um, but yeah it of, is like, sad. It is spending, sad. Spending
2: spending power, like these these are minnows, you know, swimming amongst the sharks and they are competitive. And I think it's exciting. I love it. Even though it's like it, at the expense of teams like Arsenal in some cases, like, you know, being uh overshadowed by a minnow like Lester, but like they are the real deal. They and it, it is a shame though that two seasons in a row now they bottled it. They got I mean they got they got folded like laundry against yeah. Spurs in the last 15 minutes of the game. It was like really sad the way they collapsed. Schmeichel's own goal, especially, is like oh my god. And then, and then the last two goals. I have some thoughts actually about those last two goals, but I don't know how deep we want to get into, uh, you know, Harry Kane favoritism in the EPL.
0: Uh, Oh God,
2: I think I feel like we've talked about this before. I know I don't know if we want to set me off on this.
0: Let's yeah, let's move on on that. Yeah yeah.
2: For the record though, I just need to correct the record. When Manny was, when, when you're talking about like Leicester's title-winning season, just be cl- like Leicester won by ten points in that season, so I, I don't think they had to give any kudos to Chelsea for for credit for winning their title that year. We beat
1: Spurs for them, all right, at the Battle of the Bridge, okay? You <laughs> go handily, all right. <laughs>
2: The Spurs uh, finished third I do, I do, that year.
1: No, but I do want to go back to what you said as far as like um how much they're spending. They're not minnows, man. Let's not. They might be minnows as far as like compared to the likes of like the Manchester clubs, um you know Chelsea obviously last season. But don't don't get it twisted. They still have a billionaire owner that has invested a lot of money.
2: Yeah, sure. taking
1: over, and has single-handedly turned this club around as well. I mean, we've seen what they've mm-hmm. done. Uh, since the new ownership took over, so like, don't they're not you know just like a championship side that has come up, you know, like they actually do have deep pockets as well. They, what I think what they what benefits them the most is they have probably, if not the best scouting team in the Premier League. I'll give them that,
2: yes. That um, they they def- manage- I mean, that you you have to uh, appreciate that. So, like, I just pulled it up real quick. I mean, so last season. Okay, so this seat for the 2020 to 2021 season. What do you think their net spend was?
1: Uh, 100 million.
2: So the yeah, about 100 million dollars. But in terms of sales that they made, they. To
0: 100? Did they double it?
2: No, And number of sales they made probably about uh well, according to Transfer Market. Total market value departures 100 billion, but that probably includes loans, like you know, like, like players that are like off the books. So I'm not sure right. if that counts. But in any case, compare that to the team that just barely, just barely finished above them, uh, one Chelsea Football Club of West London. Uh, what was their net spend in the past year? First of all,
1: you mean the the net spend that we just had, uh, as far as like spending over what we counted two seasons because we had a transfer ban the season before so we were spending for two seasons uh 200 263
2: i think it was 280 something like million yeah so uh yeah i don't know i don't think i guess the point i'm making here is the value of these squad the total valuation of these players like their market value and just like their simple like your eye test like the quality of each individual player and then also just the resources that are available in the pull of the club, like they, they are minnows in comparison. That's the point I'm trying to make. In comparison to a club like Chelsea, these are, they're not like, they should not be competing at the level that they are. They should not be in a position to bottle it on the last day no. and just to set on Champions League football. So and they're that's good. I, they're a success story is what I'm saying. Yeah, they,
1: and I'm not taking away anything from the success. I just think that like when you spent that, that amount of time, that's three quarters of the season or more in the top four. And for that to happen, I could understand it happening one time. All right. Like, oh, you lose focus, whatever. But for it to happen back to back and under Rodgers, who's already has that quote unquote bottle reputation for what happened to oh, well. him with Liverpool.
2: Yeah, he's got a big time. There's gonna be a lot of questions asked about Brendan Rodgers. So, that, you gotta that's say. That's all I'm
1: saying. Yeah.
2: But for you, right. you, have a, you have a cold heart, not to feel bad for them, though. But maybe that's the point I'm trying to say.
1: Blame one Amarti, blame Amarti and oh, his God. and his dressing room antics that what, how yeah. he disrespected the Chelsea sigil.
2: So there you go. Yeah, boy, I know you want to move on. Just real quick, I think can we just real quick recognize it? it is pretty impressive what and I what Liverpool did. Liverpool has been like sneaking around in the top like six, seven. Everyone thought like they were done for. Van Dijk goes down injured. Like doesn't look good for them. Mane is underperforming by his standards. Somehow they get into the Champions League anyways. It's that I think that's pretty crazy.
0: To quote you, Justin. To quote you, Justin. <laughs> Leicester has been in the second place, and and you know all these teams are so bad, and and like at the end of the day, the top the top four are the usual top four, you know, of of the of the season. So. Uh-huh. That says a lot about the EPL. <laughs> Hold, on.
1: Hold on, I'm gonna turn it around on Bori because Bori just the same excuses, the same the same reasons that you use to praise Real Madrid with COVID, with injuries, with this, with that, and how they managed to do quote unquote well in the in La Liga are the same reasons that you could use for Liverpool and how they managed to qualify for the Champions League.
0: If Liverpool had an amount of uh, important players, key players out as um, as Romaju did, I think they will be fighting for a relegation. <laughs> That's fine. Let, let's be honest. Right. Um, I'm kidding. Okay, all right, all right. Let's move on. Let's move on. I, I do want to talk about Aguero. I mean, we we saw his final game. Um, I didn't see it, but uh, maybe one of you did. But we saw his final game. He scored two goals from from what I've I've heard. I actually didn't watch the highlights. Um, but I know we kind of alluded to him when we're talking about la liga uh but would you say of where ranks for i'm I, I really i really want to generally understand um i am not trying to dis- disrespect him but when it comes to like the top strikers in that play the game where where would he rank in your in your top strikers since since you've been watching the game it doesn't have to be since you know forever
1: is this just based in Premier League or
0: just? Oh, strategy? just Premier League. Premier League. That's what I meant. My bad. Oh,
1: definitely top three for
2: sure. Yeah.
0: Yep. Agreed. Yeah. Okay. Top three. I think is not in your top three. <laughs> no. Um, or, or Balotelli. The great O. Cool. And and one final thing we got to talk about. I think I see here uh, West Ham. I mean, I, I last season. Last se- before the se- before the season. So last season. They weren't they struggling for relegation? They were or, or something. I something
1: like finished, that. If I'm if I remember correctly, they finished in the last or second to last spot for relegation. Yes. So I'll 16. give them yeah, yeah I'll give them kudos for going from there to where they are now, how they ended the season. Mm-hmm. Uh I mean David Moys, hey, maybe he just needed more time at uh Man U. We'll never know. <laughs> <laughs> but um but hey, no, they're they're doing something right at the club. I mean, definitely they have a lot of great talent as well and it'll be interesting to see if they keep Lingard around. Uh but yes. we saw what they could do with when they have a healthy squad, you know, in actual depth as well. I'm um, thinking of like michael Antonio, for example, who was, you know, phenomenal Peace. down the stretch for them. Suchek. I think he's like a one such check. Yeah, I think Suchik has a holds a record. I think for the most uh, goals or something um, in his position uh, this season or something like that. Like it was something crazy where his contributions, his goal contributions, led to like a crazy amount of uh, winning points. So yeah, yeah. I'm happy Last, to see that they at least got a, a European spot.
2: Yeah, big kudos to them. Last season's 16th and 17th place teams. So the two teams that just narrowly. Uh, stuck around in the Premier League were yep. West Ham and Aston Villa, and both those teams did great this season. Uh, Aston Villa to a slightly lesser extent, but they still impressed. Uh, also beat Chelsea on the last day.
0: But, so we have so much to talk about this season. I cannot even like wait for the summer. Like I, I'm I just thinking about this. I really want to dissect West Ham, and the reason why I'm gonna give you a premise for this. But I hope we can talk about this in the future. I actually do have a West Ham fan. That I'm hoping I can invite. What I, one thing I'm scared about uh, for 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 West Ham is the fact that they're playing in Europe, and I feel like that's gonna affect them negatively, especially yeah. if in the first. Because if you really think about it, yeah, now they'll only be playing like what. Um, once every week, and then sometimes when there's FA Cup and there's a Carabao Cup or whatever. But now they're going to be playing this other competition. they I don't know how they're going to do it, and, and I'm worried for them that if they don't prioritize the EPL, they may go back to where they were in 2019-2020 season, where they're fighting for uh, you know to stay away from relegation. um But that's just something for us to keep, to, to keep watch of. Um, and
2: you yeah. raise a good point, Bory. Like. Competing in Europe is actually kind of a bad thing. And teams that don't qualify for Europe, it's kind of a smart move on their part. And they should be applauded, uh, those teams that don't qualify for Europe. That's a really smart.
0: <laughs> are, you, are you messing with me? I can't tell. No,
2: you're, you're, yeah,
0: you're messing with me. I'm just saying. I'm, just I'm, saying. Talking,
2: I'm talking about a certain Here's club a that point. missed okay. out on European competition for the first time in 25 years. And the first time since I've been a fan of them, they won't be competing in Europe. And I'm trying to look on the bright side for them. Uh, Wait that, That'd be Arsenal Football Club.
0: Oh, <laughs> oh God. Sorry, man, what were you saying?
1: No, no, I was going to say the same thing. I was like, worry, come on. But I'm glad that, you know, we have Justin who who calls it like it is. Hey, man, he, he just owns it. True Arsenal fan, true Gunner through and through, just owns I mean, it.
0: Let's let's be real. Rip, what else rip, is rip the
1: right off. Rip the aid right off.
2: There's, no
0: band, <laughs> like, there's nothing you can do. It's, right. it's, it's more fun than than the alternative. Let, let's move on. Enough EPL. I hate the EPL. Let's move on to Syria. And um, I mean. Can I can you just all can you all just ask me how I feel? You know, is that what you're gonna ask me now? How do I feel? How does it feel to get back in the Champions I mean just ask me, right? You're gonna ask me, right? Leo, winners of League
2: 1 <laughs> uh, over PSG. <laughs> Please, let's talk about it. <laughs> no, you 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 go deserve. off, boy.
0: How do you feel? How how do I feel? Well let's, this is my hold no, on, hold I have back. no rants. Uh
1: justin start the timer. Start the timer. Because this is the first time in uh, seven seven yes. seasons, right? Seven years.
2: Yeah. Yeah. We'll give you an extra thirty seconds. No. Right? <laughs> Here's the thing. No, before, I know. Before, real quick, before, I want to hear how you feel now, and I want to hear about how your day went on Sunday and how you how oh, you played yeah. it out. Because you said some yeah. things about you said some things about uh, your viewing or lack thereof of the final day for Syria, oh, yeah. I actually want to hear how yeah. you how you lived your life
0: on Sunday afternoon. How was
1: that walk? What? How was that walk in the park?
0: Oh God. No. So so let me let me actually break it down for for the fans that but that didn't know about this. Um I, I was so nervous in our the, the the second game to the last game, second to the last game, I was so nervous. I, I I mean I felt literally like my heart was gonna just explode, right? You know, I felt like I was going to have a heart attack. Um so I was like, well, there's no, we need to win this game and we're playing the best, team, you know, the best attacking team in Syria. There's no way we're going to win this game. So I was like, I can't watch. I cannot watch. Um, So I decided I to turn off all my notifications. I turned off GroupMe. I turned off WhatsApp. I, I turned off Twitter. I turned off even my messages. Like, I made sure that I do not did not see any messages because I knew you two were going to probably spoil it for me because I told you I was not going to watch the game. So... I, yeah, I didn't watch it, I actually ended up going to, um uh, you know, my, my wife, my wife's family, Um, they had like a, a barbecue thing, so we went out there, and that was during the time of the game, so it was good, it worked out well, I was just talking to people, being, you know, socializing after like, n- you know, not being able to wear masks, you know, ugh, after like not seeing them for a while, right, Um, and so it was... It was surreal because when I went, I went to the bathroom. It was like four four forty five p.m. Eastern Time. I went to the bathroom because that was like the end of the game, and I I just went on Twitter and I saw my fit, like one of my Milan the Milan channels I follow say we're in, and I just I didn't cry because I, I you know it's it's weird to cry. My wife would think I'm weird for crying about a team getting to some league that they're probably going to get kicked out after the after the group stage, <laughs> but I was so happy. I, and here's one the. I know a lot of people may think that this is not, you know, this is a small thing. Like, why why is Milan happy? I mean, yeah, Manny said it. We've been out for seven years. I mean, it's a long time. Um, I'm also happy because Ibrahimovic deserves it. He came into the club, changed the mentality of the club. Really, frankly, I attribute this, this season to him. If not for his winning mentality, I don't think would have been in this spot. Um, the other thing I'm happy about, Champions gives you money. It's, it's true. The, the hard thing, what people don't understand, is if you don't get in Champions League and you don't have money, like like the teams in Italy do not, except if you're like Juve, um, you can't attract talent. So you're in a catch twenty two where you can't attract talent. You're not in Champions League, so you just gotta keep playing domestic and then hoping you get Champions League. So a lot of things, a lot of these things, I think will be. This is a catalyst for us to get back to our our old self. I, I'm not saying we're good, we're back in any by any means. But I like the way we're doing it. We're buying young. We're you know we're doing loan to buy options. We're not buying people players outright. I know Manny doesn't like that because you know we, you know uh, it seems like we're loaning everyone and and then we're choosing who to buy. But I think it's a smart business because you guys because you
1: guys do a one year loan and take a five year payment plan on a one year loan. That's why.
0: Of course. So I mean, hey, we're broke. We're not as rich as English <laughs> teams. But but this is a game changer. And, and one thing I want people to realize is. Italian teams for the last seven years have tried to to win the cha- the Champions League, and they have not. And I've said it repeatedly, even though it may sound like a joke. I'm not saying that Milan is going to win the Champions League. I'm just saying the fact that all these Italian teams have tried and have not won, we're the only team, I, I believe, that, that can change that. Um, Again, not saying that it's going to be this season or next season. I'm just saying like this is the beginning of something that I feel like a lot of Italian teams take for granted the Champions League is no easy feat and we've won 7 and I think we're back we're back in it to to win it um eventually not maybe not this season I don't think so unless we buy unless and I'm saying this right now unless we buy Erling Haaland where if we buy that dude we're winning the Champions League no oh doubt God. no dream doubt on. <laughs> dream <on>. you guys
1: <laughs> No you yeah I was going to say two things yeah it doesn't help and also um I don't know how much you think. Maybe it's been. I, I understand that it's been seven years since Racing Milan qualified for the Champions League, and you probably don't know how much money they get for qualifying. But they certainly don't get enough money to buy Erling Haaland. <laughs> I'll give you that much. The- well, I
0: mean, but they, they get. I believe they get a hundred k, right, for that, for for, for for at least playing the group stages, right? Isn't it hundred k or something? I, I have to look at my my. I have a. I have it bookmarked somewhere. I okay. I'm not saying. Okay, here's the thing. Apart from okay, so think about it. If Erling Holland if we didn't qualify Champions League, if somehow we have the money, Erling Holland would not want to come to, to Milan because we're not playing in the Champions League. So playing in the Champions League even makes it even the sweeter deal. I'm not saying I, we can't afford it. I'm not saying that we can't, but I'm saying but playing in the Champions League makes it a better of a chance to sign him than if we're not in the Champions League. Um, I, I disagree.
1: Early in Holland goes where Mino Raiola tells him he goes. We already That's know Mino Raiola has AC Milan in his back pocket.
0: Yeah, about that. <laughs> uh, Wait, okay. So, so enough of my my celebration rants. I'm excited for. Um, I have to give. I have to do this, and I've done this. I believe I did it last year. Um, on the podcast, or even the year before. This is the reason why I believe teams like Napoli will never be a great team. Because they always, always, always bustle it. I don't know if you, if you guys remember uh, a few years ago where they could have won the the, the Serie A, but they couldn't win that. They lost the last game against Fiorentina. They always yeah. do that. When when it matters, they always bottle it. Yeah. Okay? And they, they kind of feel like a lesser team. When it matters, they bottle it, and it, it it really pisses me off. This could have been a year where. Syria could have made a statement and say, "Hey, you know what? This team that's been winning for nine years straight—they're not even in the Champions League, right? Um, but they bottled it. They couldn't score. Uh, they couldn't beat Hellas Verona, which, by the way, Hellas Verona is, is not an easy team to beat because they are very defensive and they play kind of attacking football. But with that, even with that said, they should be beating Hellas Verona, and they couldn't do it, and they bottled it. And, and remember, I told you all last week." I you knew did. that one of them was gonna bustle. I knew either Juve or Napoli was gonna bustle it. And even if we didn't win, we'll still have qualified. But I'm excited. We ended up second. It was it was the cherry on the icing cake, is that what they say? Um icing on the cake. So it was the icing the on the cherry cake. Cherry on top. Cherry and the cherry on top. Yeah. yeah. You go. It's all right. All we
2: right. know
1: what you mean. You're at a loss yeah. for words. We get it. Yeah. Congratulations, AC Milan. We're I just
2: went to... to play Chelsea. Who bottled it worse? Remind- Real quick. That's a good point though, Bori, that you raised about Napoli, because you did call it out last week. Also, you said like if anybody, any, any of these three teams, these three teams being Milan, Napoli, or uh, Juve. Juve, who's gonna bottle it? It was gonna be Napoli. So you called it. But who bottled it worse?
0: Napoli or Leicester? It has to be Leicester. I think for what Manny said, being being in the top four for that long, I think both- <laughs> it's gotta be Napoli. I- Napoli
2: was in. They were in. All they had to do is win today. They were above yeah. Juve, so yeah. I don't know. How about how about this? Yeah.
1: Napoli is less
0: basically, maybe because yeah. if you think it about it,
1: Napoli, Napoli also has a very very good scouting team. They they scout all these great players, uh, like diamond and the roughs, and then they sell them. I mean that season that they lost to Juve. That's when true. In, yeah. That season that they lost to Fiorentina, yeah. I think. Uh, yes. Yes. That's the season that they ended up selling, um, was it Higuain or Murata? No, it was uh, Higuain, right? Higuain. To Juve for like 90 million euros. Yeah. So.
2: Well. well, Juve did win, uh, and that was without, interestingly, Ronaldo on the I, field or I, even called up from the sub Though they won 4 1, so they didn't need him, but. Uh, what'd you make of that? I,
0: I would say when we do a season review of all these leagues, which I hope we can do in the summer, yeah. um, after probably after euros, you know, um, I think we need to discuss this because I think. will
2: uh, Ronaldo will be chilling in, uh, he'll be in Manchester by then. Like, I don't oh, know. <laughs> or, or around Madrid. No. Or, yeah. Back in Madrid.
0: Yeah. Actually, if Allegri goes to Madrid, I don't know if he will, he will go, uh, but yeah. Um, and they also have Cavani, so I don't even know how that's gonna work. It's gonna be weird. um but no, i I do see, yeah, it, th- th- that was a statement statement when very huge, huge um statement from from Pirlo to to put put Ronaldo on the bench. I'm not again, we don't know the truth. Uh, people are speculating, but we don't know the actual truth, but I would think maybe either I'm guessing either Ronaldo said no, let them play or. I don't know. It doesn't make sense, actually, because Ronaldo likes the glory, right? Ronaldo likes the glory. He doesn't – he wants to be – Oh, Ronaldo always wants to play. Yeah, Yeah. Ronaldo, Ronaldo. Oh, yeah, I'm the one that made Juve go to the the Champions League. He wants to be that person, right? So I doubt that it's Ronaldo. I think it it definitely was a coaching decision, which is also very weird. Well, they claimed it was tactical, but – I don't
2: know what tactics There's, you're running. That no. that's an even bigger indictment of Pep Los Yeah, abilities. Exactly. <laughs> it was a tactical decision? No, I think
1: I think I honestly think that this is um this is going to have repercussions all around regardless of like the 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 result, you know. Um I'd, either Ronaldo goes uh you know maybe he he leaves after this and he's not happy with the way he was benched and treated or his star power comes out and it's you know goodbye to yeah So, yeah, and exactly. For, for for doing that, for, you know, I, I don't know. We'll see what happens.
2: I know. I took it as Ronaldo's already had a foot out the door, but we'll see.
0: I mean, did you all see the video of him taking all his fancy cars, uh, you, you know? I you, you guys see that? Oh, so basically there was a video of, I don't know how this person got the video, but I think it was of a hidden camera or some kind of camera in his house, But it was showing his house, and there was a truck that was loading all his fancy cars in it. So... Okay, oh. take that for what you will. I'm not saying that he's leaving, but it's a weird thing to do to be taking your cars unless he's switching houses. That could be a possibility, but that looks suspicious. So, and this was this happened like what? Uh, I think just last week actually, or the week before. before well, that. the the Monaco Grand Prix was this week. So maybe he's just going
2: to <laughs> he's just he's just showing out. He's just Lending his cars to everyone. Yeah, he's there. going on vacation to go show out in France probably. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? I, but that that
0: is interesting, actually. It is interesting. I, I don't know if anyone actually followed that truck to see where it was going because I mean that's good journalism, right? Just following that truck and see where it actually ends up. Um, so pl- but... plot
1: twist, plot twist. They were getting repoed. All <laughs> oh, were getting repoed. Yeah.
0: I think I think if if Ronaldo were to cut his hair right now and sell it, he could sell it for for, for probably millions of dollars, and he, he'd be able to he'd be able to to get that money back. Um, but. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, so, we'll definitely delve into Syria, I think, after the Euros, and we'll talk about what happened this season, um, and I'm very excited to see what's going to happen next season, um, I think, especially with Inter and, and just everything. Anyways, let's quickly talk about building this Liga. There's nothing much to talk about here, just want to give a shout-out to Lewandowski for beating uh, Mullah's record, uh, 41 goals, I mean, amazing guy, don't know what the future holds for him, but... Um, I would think he's in the talks for uh, the Ballon d'Or this year, right? Unless, unless City wins I mean, the Champions League and maybe De Bruyne will be in the talk for the Ballon d'Or.
2: That'd be he was robbed of it last year because they didn't award yeah. it, right? So exactly. they, I, I think they they
1: have he's to give it to him. Yeah, they have overdue. to get it to him. Yeah, I completely agree.
0: But it's it's in the Bundesliga, though. Think about it. Mm. I'm kidding. No, I'm just I'm just being I'm being so funny right now. Um. Cool. Uh, anyways, I think that's it for putting for, this like a really just wanted to call that out. Uh, Holland, you know, amazing, has scored 41 goals in all competitions this season. It's um, a real I mean, deal. I, will, I would love to have him on my team. That's all I can say. Um, last but not least, we have Ligue 1. Um, congratulations to Lille. Didn't think they would do it. I thought they would bustle it, but they did it. Um. I do feel bad for Pochettino, though. I, I mean, really think about it. If you really think about it. He bottled a, a trophy that basically is a guaranteed trophy. Although Tuko was part of the, the reason why they bottled it. But it still looks bad for him, I feel like. I mean, think about it. I, right? Doesn't it look bad for him? Oh, am I might the only one that thinks that? This is a trophy that PSU has won for the what? The past, what, eight years or something like that? Uh,
2: well, ten years, there's one. Well, there's the one season where Monaco uh, won yeah, it. But- I think the 2014 season, right? Yeah, yeah, I think so. And and
1: that was uh that was a team that had like all the stars that are pretty much About on PS- uh on PSG, PSG now. now. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but.
0: Um,
1: I I I agree with Bori. Um, but I don't feel bad for him either. I don't feel bad for anybody, honestly. I have no heart in this game. <laughs> Football, football, football is not a game about merits. Honestly, you hear this all the time. So and so should have won it. They played better. They did this. No, at the end of the day, it's a team that gets it done. It's a team that doesn't bottle it. It's a team that that you know that scores the goals. And maybe PSG. I don't know if the switch up at you know halfway through the season had something to do with it. Um, but Pochettino, um, you know, they didn't bring him in just to win the the league cup. You know what I mean? Like they have many of those, they, they want to aspire to bigger things, champions and stuff like that. So I think he has time and we got to see what his squad looks like after the summer. And he brings in the players that he wants, you know, that he requests.
2: Yeah. We all know that this season is this transfer window coming up is going to be extremely interesting because of now we know in the wake of the super league, we know how dire some of the finances are for supposedly big teams so we don't know who's going to be the big buyers, who's going to be the big sellers, uh, except for one exception, which is PSG are going to be big buyers. <laughs> the, first, the first strings are going to be open, and Pochettino is going to get a shopping spree. So of I course. think this is that them failing to win the league and falling short in the Champions League yet again. Like, they're going to be big-time buyers this season. You know, you
0: know or, why I think good, PSG?
1: Or they could be big-time sellers.
0: That's true, too. Yeah. They'll well, be both. they already signed it, it Neymar be- though. They already signed Neymar and and they probably will sign Mbappe depending on what happens. In, in I don't know about that. Good.
1: I don't know, man. Yeah. Don't, you know, you can't believe anything in football. We How many times have we seen those deals that are like so-and-so staying? I mean, Neymar was one of them. Don't you remember Pique, the whole Sequeda thing? Everybody yeah. was like, oh my God, Neymar's yeah. staying. And then two weeks later, Neymar's gone. Yep,
0: <laughs> yeah. There's yeah, no boy. You're right. You're right. Um. I was going to say one thing, um, Harry Kane, um, I feel like, I mean, think about an attack, Mbappe, Neymar, Harry Kane, I'm saying, I mean, I don't think it would gel well, but I, I could, I could, I could picture, or maybe think, not, depending on the philosophy, I could picture Pochettino wanting in Harry Kane on the team. Yeah,
2: Man, that's interesting. I could,
1: I could see that as well. And I think they, it could actually work, um, Bori. I think. What they're missing is a true striker because, like, a consistent striker. And Kerry yeah. Kane has proved that he's a he's, yep. a he's probably like one of the most well rounded strikers, right? Like, mm-hmm. he can do it all. Mm-hmm. And they don't PSG doesn't have a player like that at the moment. Uh, they don't have, I mean, they brought in Nicardi to do that, and Nicardi yeah. has been a bust. Yep, um, yeah, so. I could see a deal where maybe PSG offers like two or three players because they can afford to do that and cash on top for Harry Kane. <laughs> like, yeah, let's let's be serious. Like, you know, and I think it would be a win-win situation because Spurs are going to need at least three or four players to make up for what Harry Kane brings to the table. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, I know. So, I, You know what? I've just been thinking about it. this summer is going to be very interesting. And I feel like we're going to have to record twice a week. Uh, no promises though, but like, there's so many things to just talk about. Um, but I think that's all we have today. Is there any? Do you have any random facts? Any other random facts, Manny? Any not, other not random facts? On, yeah, not to put you on the spot, but, but we can get one for next next sprint. Oh, uh, sorry, next next, um, <laughs> next episode. Next. <laughs> next sprint.
1: Yeah. Uh, random facts, No, nah, man. And just you know, I, I'm still surprised, honestly, at those two facts that I dropped about Atletico Madrid, yeah. Suarez being the second ex-Barcelona player to move to Atletico Madrid and them winning the championship that same season and then AC Milan seven years is a long yeah. time to go uh, yes. without uh, you know Champions League football so
0: congrats oh, Hey, real quick real quick um, the Europa League is coming up um, on Wednesday as we record on Monday um, I want to get your predictions because I'm actually very curious about this um, I'm sure you know where I stand uh so I'm going to start with you. Uh, actually, I'm going to start. I'm going to start um, and see who's going to win the, the Europa League. Honestly, I'm going to say this again. I'm not, you know, take this for what you will. My heart says Villarreal, v- right? I think, I think, I think they can do it. I want them to win it. But common sense says United only because they're playing the opponent. The opponent they're facing is Villarreal, uh, um, and and as you can see, the last game they played, United they rested everyone. Basically, I think only Rashford and, and um, Greenwood were on the bench that will normally start. Um, I think De Gea or Anderson was keeping. I can't remember who was keeping, but um, I, I I can see Villarreal also pulling off uh, stunts, you know, where, where they just go all out and basically kill them because you never know but I, I do think I do think I think United may be just too strong for them I, because United just always get it done no matter what that's the thing about them; they always just get it done um, and even though it will be like a 1-0 you know 1-2-1 one, one kind of situation they just always get it done so I think I'm giving the edge to them but I do want Villarreal to win it Manny do you want to go?
1: yes two words good evening two more words good night that's <laughs> what you're going to be hearing the end of the <laughs> match on Wednesday alright oh those are the those are the four words that you're going to hear at the end of the night and every Manchester United fan is going to rue uh, you know Unai Emery and that BRL team so I also think so um, I agree with you I think that BRL will actually be able to pull it off now the only thing that may make me sway my prediction would be if Harry came, uh, if, if uh, Harry Maguire is actually fit enough to start Um, because as much as I hate him, I despise him, he actually makes a huge difference uh, to that United back line as far as like stability um, and consistency. So I'm hoping that he's not fit enough. From the reports, it seems like he's. they won't know until the day of, um, but I still would like to see VRL and Unai Emery lift that
0: trophy. So that's where I stand. Should we even bother asking the Arsenal fan? My, I,
1: I actually I actually do. I wanna hear what he has to say. I wanna I wanna I wanna I wanna see what he says and if his opinion
2: changes when
1: I Emery actually wins it.
2: Manchester United's gonna win it. Oh god
1: <laughs> Why Justin, why though? Why?
2: Because it has nothing even to do with Emery. I I have no ill will against Emery. I think I I mean I agree with the narrative that it's a great redemption arc for him to have made it uh, through the semifinals against Arsenal and into the finals. So like I don't hold Harbour much ill will against him, even though he wasn't right for Arsenal, I don't think. But uh, he's done great with his new club, but unfortunately for him and for them, I think Manchester United just has too much quality. And they're really clicking. I mean, they're kind of just like, they're cruising in the past few months. Manchester United are a team that, We'll talk about it again over the summer, but they're kind of an interesting. I called them in around the midseason, I think, in on this podcast. I think I mentioned that I thought that they were sneaky good, like you kind of just like weren't really thinking about Manchester United, but they just kept on getting results. And then you have a player like Fernandez, um, and you have like Rashford, and you have Pogba. Uh, I don't know. I just think they have too much quality all across the the, the pitch, so I think they're gonna win it. Unfortunately, because I, I like, like I said, I, I harbor no ill will against Emory. Yep,
0: makes sense. Um,
2: I got and... I actually do have a real quick, random fact. Yeah, what's up? So, as we know, uh, Spain Luis Enrique has not chosen any Real Madrid players. Oh my God. In his 26 man squad for, or I mean, I think he only chose 24. 24. Yeah, 24. So he he used 24 of 26 he didn't even use he left off two players altogether didn't didn't fill oh, out his God. squad all the way as like he was allowed to but in his 24 man roster he did not include any real madrid players do either of you know the last time that has occurred for a spain squad going into a major tournament never or uh,
1: i i would say like maybe like more than 50 years ago something like that
2: uh it's actually Bori got it right this has never never happened happened. no world cup Uh, no european championship never has there been a spain squad without a real madrid player on it
0: that that feels wrong it feels it feels wrong that he's doing that like especially when you have two but he didn't
2: use all he's he still had two more players that he could have selected well no that last one
1: is uh the, the second spot um one of the two is for uh uh, Spain's best keeper Kepa Ariza <laughs> oh and, uh, god you know, he, he he's just you know he's just going right. a few days to prep for the championship oh League god final.
2: right that's well that's what that's for the big morale <laughs> boost right before the tournament he's gonna like name the ringer it's like and I have one more player
0: no and Kepa. Kepa
2: Kepa will come out with uh, fireworks pyrotechnics in the background
1: no but um uh, in all seriousness that that's a crazy stat that that that's insane
0: yeah. Well, thank you so much, Justin, for that random fact. Um, we always say we're going to finish this episode, uh, this podcast early, but it never works out. There's just so many things to talk about. Um, but hopefully, we will get back sometime this week before the Champions League final to give a preview. Hopefully, no promises. Uh, but as usual, you can find us on Spotify, Apple, or Google. And you can also find us on Twitter. Thank you all for listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye bye.